0: back everybody it's play games lose friends i am ryan here with ken it's episode 36 that's right 36 we keep moving along here glad to We're be back how are there. you buddy
1: i'm doing good doing good i'm that's excited good. did you excited. Uh, enjoy your weekend i did it was a very busy challenging weekend but i got through it <laughs> <laughs> Kids sports or no yeah yeah we had uh, our first soccer game then i had a do some lawn work, and then uh, get to sit in a hot, uh, I guess, sort of like an industrial garage for some independent wrestling. So that was fun. Um, (laughs) Nice. And then uh, I did a whole bunch of shopping this morning uh, on a quest for some Lorkana that turned up with empty hands and empty bags as well. Again, I hear you're not alone. Oh, it's bad. But uh, and then uh, watch the uh, the Eagles put on a a double S, but somehow still got to win. Well, <laughs> oh, it is know. the Patriots. There's not much yeah. left there
0: to to contend.
1: Yeah. So and here we are. And here we
0: are. And we will touch yeah. on this Lorcana nonsense in a little while oh. as you give your uh, your status update on how things are progressing there. Because I'm very very curious to hear. All right, sure. let's get started. Uh, you drinking anything this evening? I,
1: I am, but for you the go first? life. Well, <laughs> I don't have the bottle in front of me, so I am just drinking out of a glass. So if I butcher it and uh, miss some key details, um, I will. Uh... It tastes
0: faintly of beer. All right, what do you got? Do you go. F- do you want me well, to go? You go first. Yeah, you go first. Okay. If you're drinking, <laughs> you're gonna quick run and fetch the can out <laughs> of the garbage. <laughs> I uh, I have a, a beer that uh, our buddy Kirby left me from uh, Nashimity Creek Brewing Company, proudly brewed in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So some home syrup uh, called Life Is Painkiller. It's a sour ale. I don't remember if you drank one or not. I guess no, you wouldn't have because he subbed in for you that night. Uh, It's a sour ale with coconut, pineapple, orange, nutmeg, and yeah, you wouldn't have this. The last ingredient is lactose, your favorite. Uh, It's like a party in my mouth, and all the Hawaiian shirts are invited. It's got a lot of flavor. Uh, I don't know if I like it or not. I think I do. I'm like four sips in. It's pretty overwhelming flavor-wise, but it actually goes down smooth, and there's not like a weird aftertaste. You'd think with like nutmeg or, or orange, like it might overpower it, but it's not too bad, so if it didn't have the lactose, I'd probably give you one, but yeah, you're out. But yeah, Nishimini Creek, uh, life is painkiller. A very weird, yet tasty, potentially overpowering sour. Yeah, I can't do the lactose, man. That's rough. It's funny, it it doesn't look like it has lactose in it. It's usually thicker, and I don't see that, but maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know what lactose looks like. I think that's what I'm finding out
1: (laughs) tonight. Well, I am doing a limited IPA series from Lagunitas, the Stereo Hopic Hot Pairings. I'm doing the Volume 6, which is the pairing of Altus and Simcoe. It is a 7.2. I'm just about on my third, so I'm doing good. (laughs) It was a long weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, it's I, I can't believe this is volume six, which means I missed five other volumes of a very unique IPA sort of small batch of Lagunitas, which is upsetting. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've this, tried any of those yet. Not that I'm aware of, at least. Yeah. Can or bottle? A, it's a bottle. Okay. So I'm, I'm usually a fan of Lagunitas product. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. It's usually good. So that's what, uh, so the Stereo Hopic is the, I'm assuming that's the the main title of it for the Volume 6 hop pairing. I'll have to look for those.
0: Do they only do bottles? I feel like they only do bottles. I don't think I've ever had Lagunitas anything out of a can. I don't think I've had
1: Lagunitas out of a can either. Yeah. I've I've had had a draft draft before. I've had a draft before, but no, I can't say, I don't don't know. know. Actually, you know what? I think their uh, alcoholic green tea, which is amazing by the way, is really kids. the Lagunitas green tea. Yeah, it's really good. I have never had that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to keep my eye out for that. I wonder it's if it's not uh, quite it's not quite hoop tea, but it's pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit more of a you know, refined. Yeah you, know the, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, hoop tea is the yeah, uh, you know, hoop tea is the preferred alcoholic tea of of our household. Yeah, many,
0: many households, I believe, in this region, I would imagine. That that stuff is very good. I mean, it's a little, it's oh, a little it's, on the sweet side, but not yeah. overpoweringly sweet because the tea flavor is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I like that a lot more than I thought I would. Plus, it's served in a bag. It's like the yeah. bagged wine. It makes <laughs> yeah, you feel yeah. just classic. a step lower than you actually are in the world. Yeah, real classic. Yep. Yep. If you get your alcohol bagged, you know you're winning in life. All right. Let's jump into playlists. So we had a game night last uh, week on Wednesday, and you missed it. I did. Uh, Sad sad face for both. Uh, But we did have Kirby fill-in, which is where this delicious beverage came from. And we got – so I decided since you weren't there, I'm looking at my shelf. I'm like, what the hell are we going to play? What are we going to play? I could play a Euro, which I literally own one, I think. I don't know if I have any others that would qualify as a Euro. But it was Hansa and I'm like, I could definitely play Hansa again. and Then I don't have to listen to you bitch about the game. But then I was thinking, you also don't like co-ops. And I played return to dark tower with Joe or with Brad and Kirby already. So I figured Joe's the only one that doesn't know how to play. Those guys will probably catch on quick because they played it once. So let's do that. Mm. So we got dark tower to the table and I still can't beat that goddamn game. I must be <laughs> stupid or I don't know. It, it we, we were doing fairly well. At Can't one point, Like almost every enemy was on the board, and that's what burned us. I, I think it was like one turn. Joe and I both got two corruption, and if you get to three corruption, the game's over for everybody. Joe had an ability that clears his or used something to clear his, one of the locations. I couldn't, and that was <sighs> it. I just ended up losing. Uh, I think everybody had fun. It's It's such a good co-op, but it is straight up hard. Uh, We had the one boss where you have to turn in 100 warriors to draw the boss out from the tower. And it's lowered by 10 for each piece of gear you had. And Brad was playing the warlord so he could generate these warriors. And we were just going to trade everything over to Kirby who already had a bunch of other stuff to go in and try to you know, duke it out with the boss. But before we could even get that far, game over. So I still need to figure out what the formula is for that game because I clearly have not cracked it. And that's like play number six now. I'm just not getting it. And I don't know. I played so many co-op games and that one in particular just eludes me to no end. So, and then we, uh, we followed that up with the game of Longshot, the dice game. Uh, we're just looking for something small to kind of fill the last hour. And, uh, Joe was like, do you have Hungry Monkey? I'm like, I do not. That's the guy that's not here. Uh, (laughs) so we pulled the Longshot off the shelf, played that instead. And boy, was that a good time. Um, all three of the other guys hitch their horse (laughs) pun intended to number eight, which is like, I don't know if you remember, but like, I think it's six, seven and eight. You get a higher total for the final bet, like $9 instead of six or whatever it is. Um, They all hitch their, their dollars onto that horse and through a bunch of the bonus actions, moving horses around, they managed to get that thing in the race, out of the race, in the race, out of the race. And at the end, Came down to Joe. He had the last dice roll. No matter what happened, at least one horse was going to cross that finish line and be first. We didn't know who it was, and we didn't know the order of what would happen. It all depended on the roll. So eight was two spots out from the finish line. All he had to do was roll an eight and then anything higher than a one. And he Mm. rolls the dice and rolls an eight and a one. And everyone just exploded at the table. Uh, The horse I bought number one finished first – and I ended up winning, but not by a huge margin. Uh, but boy, was that like one of those betting racing moments that you have in, in some of those types of games where you just – everyone's cracking up. It was just so much fun. So that was another good playthrough that. I have yet to play that game with anybody that doesn't like it.
1: It's yeah, just – It's a it's pretty, one of those, it's pretty fun game all around, you know?
0: Yeah, and it, it's quick. It's You know, rolling rights are easy um yeah i don't know it was just it was a good time i'm glad we played it um but other than that i didn't really have too much else to talk about from played those were most of it the only other ones that i got in were the ones we've played together hungry monkey some cockroach poker so on and so forth um i did get to paint a whole bunch of my deep rock galactic models so i'm done with now with all the um all the monsters in the base box all the bugs and I'm working on the heroes, the dwarves now, so moving along there. Very should cool. be done with the whole base box within a couple weeks, which will be awesome. Um, and
1: then just I also got to for play... for another campaign to buy more that you're not going to paint? Yeah, there's... Uh, oh, dude, <laughs> we'll talk
0: about that in backbot just very <laughs> okay. briefly, but that broke my heart. I'm not going to lie. It, it got me real excited and also made me cry inside. Um, <laughs> I also got to play... Um, one King, uh, th- sorry, The Old King's Crown, which is a Kickstarter I'm really looking forward to. And we're going to talk about that later in the show for just a brief bit. Uh, but I played it on TTS a little bit with you and Kirby, and then again today with Just Kirby uh, to learn the rules and get used to the game. And then lastly, I am learning the rules for Terra Mystica, which we'll talk a little bit about later too. Ugh, uh, I have are you board Game Arena. <laughs> I was waiting for some shit talk. <laughs> uh, I got I have a subscription to Board Game Arena, and I am going to put that thing to use by playing some of these games. So,
1: I think that's so it all, the my things, list. all the things. All the things of spending money on Board Game Arena, really? You should have. A game. Yeah, no, because it has like
0: it has know, like two hundred and fifty games to play, and I, I can know. just like I can play Tapestry whenever I want.
1: It's great. You should play Tapestry. You are not. I good did. At I it. played twice so far. A- do you like it now? Are we talking about I that think, later? <laughs> I think I always liked it. I just the
0: imbalance portion bothered me. But like again, we didn't know if it was just from not playing enough or what. So I'm giving it more chances because I, I think the core game is fun. Yeah, there's a lot of people that rate that game very highly, and there's there's a reason for that.
1: Yeah, 100% it's not a bad I mean, game. It's a good cause game because it's, it's good. Yeah, it's full of but, like uh, crunchy choices and and the 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 breadth of um, like the civilization cards that you get, and trying to max in you know. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's solid. I love that. I love yeah. that kind of game. It's it's.
0: I think it's Terra Mystica ish in a no, way. In that no, that no, there's no, no Euro. No, no, no. But there's a little Euro.
1: You can't complain. And then the on top
0: of that, they basically just put it in a blender and throw some Ameritrash in it, and out came compare, a good game. Can't believe you're even
1: trying <laughs> to put those in the same category.
0: One is fun. One is boring here and there.
1: No, all right, not all even right. close. We'll, we'll lay all you down right. on the couch later. All right, let's move on. what you, what did you get in,
0: in my absence and so, your absence?
1: Um, so since we recorded last, we had uh, our family uh, in from Maryland. Um, so not only did I get to sample some amazing crooked crab beers that uh, again, they keep knocking home runs out the park. It's insane um but we also get a chance to play some games can you guys adopt me well is that i said can you
0: guys adopt me
1: <laughs> yeah so um we were poolside uh for for most of the weekend um so i put uh a uh, the marvel united playmat big circle playmat over the circle table uh, on the deck by the pool. And we got to play super mega lucky box, uh, which we'll touch on later as in my bot program. Cause I didn't, my bot segment because I didn't own it up until that Saturday. And I'll tell you why I bought it. Um, and we played the crew and I can say now that we beat The first, the crew, the quest from Planet Nine. Nice. We congratulations all through the weekend. All through the weekend, we we got through it. Um, obviously at the end it gets a little bit harder, and there was a promo three mission pack called Flight to the ISS for the crew uh, for the first game, and we beat those that small little expansion mission as well. Um, so we did all we did all that uh for the weekend. Uh we played some Hungry Monkey, we played some Coloretta, we played some uh Delt, we played Um, I think it was Link Linko, that game Linko, I was explaining yeah. where you're where you're trying to like steal people's cards. Um so we played that. Um And then Oh, we got a game of Sagrada, which we played Sagrada together as well last week. Um, but we also got to play a new game. Uh, there were, there were six of us at the table and they said, go get something. Oh, we played a lot of skull. Oh my God. Did we play a lot of skull? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I forgot. We've, uh, my father-in-law was over for a little bit. He jumped in for some skull love skull. Um, but then we got a new game to the table. I, I, I bought it, uh, I believe earlier this year and I just, It's been sitting on the shelf. It's been taunting me. It's like, come on, let's play. So it seemed pretty simple. So I was like, fine, let's do it. So I grabbed The Great Split off the shelf and uh, read through a little bit of the rules before I started to see the eyes go glaze on people's faces. (laughs) So I was like, all right, we got to get into this game. I'm talking too much. I'm explaining too many rules. So... We got through the core mechanics, we got through the core setup, and the game is off and running, right? Everyone was like, oh, we'll get to that part when we get to that part. We'll get to that part when we get to that part. I was like, all right, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. So we get all the way to the end of the first game. And we get to the how you score portion. And oh my God, we were all bad at that piece (laughs) because (laughs) we didn't read that rule. So basically, the Great Split is an I-split, you-choose drafting game, okay? So you each have the same board. However, you have one <clears> – <throat> you, you're each a unique sort of character in this society. And it does something different basically at the end for end game scoring. And it's unique in where it moves you on your tracks to start the game, okay? Now, <clears throat> you've got like a whole bunch of different currency that you're trying to accomplish – and then you have five sort of tracks that then actually allow you to score your tracks at the top. But if you're not doing the bottom part and you're just just crushing the top part, you can't score it at the end of the game because you didn't move the bottom part. So that was the one little piece we oh, did. not So I had two lanes maxed. Couldn't score any of them because I didn't move the track. Because it's basically a multiplier. <laughs> you're basically getting a multiplier in the tracks at the bottom which multiply the tracks at the top. So, we laughed about it we all. And I and I I play, I, I yelled at everyone. I was like, "Well, you didn't want me to keep reading, you know?" And we were like oh, just to that part. And then um and we ran it back. And then actually the fact that I we knew how to play, we knew how to score it, I did worse the second time. <laughs> oh wow. But but it's really cool. So the way it's, <clears throat> the way it plays is you get a hand of cards, right? Let's say it's a uh, five cards to start, right? And then you take one of your, you have like a special card that, um, is like the splitter card. So then you choose where to put the splitter in those five cards. Okay. okay. And then you put it in a little wallet <clears throat> and then you pass to your left or to your right. So the person you pass to then chooses what side they, um, they want. To, for themselves and then they put the rest back in the wallet with the splitter and then pass it back to you but you have also taken cards from your person to your right right half of the pile so now you're making one stack and then you just play your actions out simultaneously and move your tracks <clears throat> and then depending on the round you'll pick another card do another uh, sort and do it so you do that about six times not a lot um and uh yeah it um it's it's simple it's fun it it makes you scratch your because you you know this is the first time some of these people have ever played it on i split you choose kind of game, so like seeing yeah, what I was plentiful. getting to choose from, you know, but this does it so well um, I was really hoping we could have played it last week, but um I think it'll try to make an appearance soon um but yeah, it's called the great split really enjoyed it, uh I think. Again, it's <clears throat> simple enough. You could teach, um, and get to the table pretty quickly. And it plays up to seven and it's a very fast playthrough. Like 15 minutes, half an hour. It's about a half hour, I'd say. Your first time is probably 45, right? Just to get used to the mechanics and whatnot. But I think the next time it'll be boom. Okay. A half nice. an hour. So, so out of the there. whole weekend, what was the biggest hit? <laughs> well, uh, so we taught Hungry Monkey to, uh, to my family. They didn't, they never played that. And I think that again, much like with the game group, it's a, it's, it's a solid fun game. Um, yeah, it really is. But for me, the fact that I got to unshrink the great split, get it to the table and play it twice in one sitting, that was the hit for me was the great split. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. What did, uh, what did
0: everyone think of super mega lucky box?
1: Oh, so yeah. So, uh, everyone liked that too. Um, we got to play that two or three times at the pool, which was nice. You know, you take a little break, get, jump in, get a dip, come out, you know, it was fun. It's a nice poolside game because of the components. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, definitely. But that's cool. Yeah, they everyone enjoyed it. Well, uh, like and I said, that, and, um, and I was able to add another Phil Walker Harding to my collection. <laughs> Never a bad move.
0: No. Like I said, uh, you just let me know when the adoption papers are ready, and I'll I'll sign. <laughs> I'll get uh, my wife to you know potentially sign just for the weekend, so I can play those <laughs> games. And <laughs> we'll, we'll be. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, we'll like your non-stop. people talk to my people.
0: <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. We'll get the right. paperwork drawn up. <laughs> let's do it, uh, Lorcana, So let's let's get into this because it's a it's a hot okay. topic. Um, so I, I wanna I wanted you to be able to like update us all because everyone's okay. waiting with bated breath uh, about how the league went so far. But then on top of that, this seems like a a chase for more crack, and all the shipments from Colombia have been cut off. Uh, what's going on <laughs> with the game? Why can't people find it? Is the gouging still going on as a result? G- give us the, okay. give us the Disney Lorcana
1: down low. Okay, so, um, so basically, I think what last last podcast I talked about going to the first event, right? Is that correct? Or did I actually play in the event? I, I think yeah. we were just talking yeah, about going. You went to the
0: first, yeah, you went to the first event, and then. Okay. Or no,
1: yeah, I think it was before the first event. Yeah. Like so the first weeks, event. We're bad at this. Yep. So the first event. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Uh, so the first event was you got a sealed starter deck, which comes with a pack inside. And then you got two extra packs. And, um, with Gen Con sort of was basically like a week or two prior to this, uh, sort of game store release on the 18th of August, um, they made a change to the rules where you could add any color card to your deck. So typically the way sealed, uh, product works or constructed works is you, um, you have to pick two colors, right. And stick to your two colors. So I got, and I, now I'd studied these three starter decks going into this event. I had a cheat sheet on what to rip And get get out of the deck as fast as possible. What are good cards to replace it? Now, I got my my notes were only like based on cards in the color. So like, if you got like a green red deck, you were I had my notes down pat for like the good green red cards, but I didn't know about like the ambers (laughs) or the the purple right or the blues. So it's like okay. So I got I think what potentially would be the hardest of the three starter decks to navigate. Um, and I ended up going, um, one, two and one. So I won one, I lost two okay. and I tied one. Um, and I could have easily won my games. Um, but either I didn't draw right or my mulligan in the beginning, which I'll be honest is the key to this game is what to mulligan In the beginning, I think... Do you just get one mulligan? You get one mulligan, but you can go... You can pitch your whole hand. You can pitch six cards. You can pitch four cards. Gotcha. And so you really want your optimal seven to start. Whatever that may be for your deck's theme. To get you off and running. And I think everything then just comes naturally. But if you don't have that good foundation, um, that's going to be the problem for your deck. It's going to stall out. So... Um, and unfortunately, which, you know, I I have not gotten a lot of playtime of Lord So that was week one. Loved it. Loved the event. At that, before the night ended, they said, well, next week we'll do a draft. And I was like, hmm, okay. So I bought my entry fee to the draft and, um, showed up the next week. And the way this went was, uh... You had so you basically you need to build a, a forty card. You need to build a forty card deck out of uh, drafting. I believe it was so. There's twelve cards in a pack. What is that? Five booster packs. Five times twelve, right? 16. 10, 60. Yep. So it might have been four packs. It might have been four packs. So four times twelve. So you had fifty some cards, and then you would just whatever you didn't play. There was like what 18 cards you didn't play or something like that. So you're trying to find the best possible card that you can, that you're being handed. Right. Um, so that was a really cool, unique way to play this game as well. Uh, again, all rainbow is rainbow. So you could mix all the colors. Um, I pulled some cards I hadn't seen yet. So I was happy to see that. And this went a little better for me. I went, I went two and O oh, or two and one. And took third place in that nice. event. Uh, definitely, obviously, studying between weeks, you know what cards, what's the strength of certain cards, what are some of the combos that really work well. Um, uh, and it was funny. Some of the decks I was playing against, like I never even saw those cards. So that means they were they were hate drafting those right off the bat. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even see any of those. So it was kind of cool. Uh, but I really dug that format. So that was the 25th of august okay so now the following right the following s- saturday or friday is september 1st right that would be that right. would be so august thirty second. official if it release was. So it was right official release retail release september 1st um so i immediately like all right i'm going as soon as i can cuz i there are still products I don't have, plus there's a lot of cars I don't have. Uh and I honestly haven't opened a lot of product because I think one of your things were, and we talked about last week or last time, was the price gouging. I can't I can't give in to yeah, price dude. gouging. No uh, I can't pay eight dollars for a booster pack. I can't pay a hundred dollars for a treasure trove. Like I just feel I would feel horrible as a person doing that. And I think it's awful that that is even happening. Uh, Also, like, there are no games out there that are worth that much money. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Just they're not. Dude, $100? That's a Kickstarter pledge, right? Yeah. For eight booster packs. Get out of here. You know what I mean? So, anyway. So, I have honestly not gotten too much product because I haven't found any product, really. So, um. I was able to get 15 booster packs from a store, a local game store. Um, they um, did knock out. So I paid retail price of six bucks a pack. Uh, and I got the other two starter decks that um, I didn't get in my first uh, sealed tournament because this product, their starter decks really set you up for good deck building and they give you sort of like the core cards in the six colors that you really would always want anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Does that make sense? So yeah. like, so like for example, blue uh, has like the ramp package, and basically what the ramp package is, it allows you to ink faster, so you're outpacing your opponent, right? So it's got, uh, it's got four of these these Mickey cards that when you play them, you just take a card and put it right in your inkwell, tapped um it's got uh the grandma from moana where if she <laughs> dies yeah her name's grandma Tala. so when she dies then she just goes to your inkwell instead of your graveyard so like you're ramping up that way so then uh and then it's got this um uh i think it's an aladdin song uh one jump ahead is that an aladdin song right i think i have no idea uh, basically then that, that does the same thing as that the Mickey does is it just puts the top card in your inkwell. So like you're ramping me you know, like your inkwell and your mana pool so that you can just start playing big turns. Um, and you're outpacing, um, your opponent. Think of like electro, right? In, in Marvel Snap, right? It's yep. like kind of like that, ramp. right? Or Psylocke. Yeah. Ramp. It's so like you get to, if you buy the blue and, uh, it's like, uh, it's, yeah, it's sapphire. I think it's sapphire steel. Is the, is the starter deck. You get a good piece of the ramp package. And then in the steel side of that, you get the direct damage package, right? So that's, uh, fire the cannons. That's some captain hooks, uh, some smashes, right? So, so there's a little bit of that. So by buying all three starter decks, you're giving yourself the foundation for any deck you want to mix in those colors moving forward. So okay. that is really all I have as far as the Larkana product was the 15 booster packs. And the, and the other two starter decks, besides what I drafted and what I got in my sealed. Um, so, I don't have a lot. I've not cracked a booster box. I've not cracked a treasure trove. I've not cracked a, t- a gift set. Um, so, anyway, sorry. So, fast forwarding, going to out on, on the first, I did not see any packs, any cards whatsoever. I ended up getting the extra sleeves. That like the Target had sleeves. And so I went to a Target. I went to a Best Buy. I went to a Walmart. Uh I I went to a GameStop. And wow. GameStop said, Well, we're not getting anything till the 8th. I was like, okay, which was just a couple days ago, right? So I'll get into that. So so now there I am, and I so I I was calling all over trying to find any product in stock, and nowhere had it. So I was like, "What the heck?" So at Best Buy, they're like, "Oh, well, it was just an online release." And I'm like, "No, that doesn't make sense," because I know, <laughs> like, because basically, yeah, as soon as it no. struck, as soon as it struck nine one, everything was sold out online. Lorcana's site was down for, or the yeah, the Ravensburger sold. site was down. Some news about that. And people were slamming them left and right. Yeah. So, so again, so, all right. So I couldn't get any new Lurkana. So I was upset. So fast forward. Okay. And I'm like, okay, now GameStop is on the eighth. Perfect. So lunchtime, I call. So GameStops are like, you know, you know, they open up whenever they feel like it nowadays. So, (laughs) um, so I called the first GameStop. They're like, "Oh yeah, we didn't get any product, but this store and this store and this store got it." So I'm like, "How did only 3 GameStops in my entire area get it?" One was it's in wilkes hard to find. One was in Allentown and one was in the almost on the side of almost in Bethlehem, right? So I called those places. Uh Sorry, we were sold out in the first 15 minutes. So people knew that the stores were going to get them, which I don't know how that's possible. Probably employees informing people. But, like, there they were lines out the door and the products were gone in 15 minutes of the, of GameStop's open. That's crazy. They're like, they're like, we got deck boxes left. I'm like, ugh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not helpful. Uh, why do I need a deck box if I can't put a deck in it, right? Because I don't have the cards to put it. Like, it's like... They don't understand how silly that sounds, but it is what it is. So I love, I still love this game. I still wish I could play it more, but, and that's the thing with you asked about league league can't even start. Cause my store doesn't even have enough product to start the yeah, league. I was going to say, you're like in a holding pattern, both with being yeah. able to go acquire new
0: stuff as well as yeah. actually having a, a community form around it because there's just nothing available.
1: And the thing is, this game is so good. It's so good. Like, I almost so, didn't want to teach anybody it because I can't go get product to help them make their own decks. That's know? what I was going to
0: say. Like, do you see – I mean, it's almost – I don't even have to ask this question. But this this is definitely going to hurt the game in the short run here. Uh, people getting <sighs> pissed off at Ravensburger and, you know, leagues not getting off the ground because people are just like, well, I don't – I
1: can't get cards. I don't want to go. I'm not going to play. Like, it, this has to be hurting. I would imagine. I mean, I don't know, right? Because yeah. Magic, Magic, for some reason, doesn't ever screw up a, a pre-release, right? That new Wild Plains of Eldrazi, whatever the heck, Eldrain where the gingerbread decks are out. Like, come <laughs> on, nursery rhymes, and that thing is all is everywhere. I saw more Magic this weekend than I ever have. I'm like.
0: How is that possible? Well, they, they've done this for 20, 30 years or whatever. They know how to do it. They know the, the scale of their audience, where I don't think, you know, Ravensburg has never done a CCG, right? Yeah, but how do you not know, right? How do you not oh, especially know? Especially with the Disney license. Yeah.
1: No, like, I, I agree with you. I think they botched this hard. And even if you don't know the specifics, don't tout that this is going to be everywhere and you're going to get it, right? Like, don't. Like tone down your marketing, because you just sold everyone a bill of goods. Because it's not everywhere, right? You know, there weren't even tags on some of the shelves, and yet other targets are getting it all the time, and other WalMarts are getting it. It's like this doesn't make any sense. Why are you? Yeah. The way GameStop, the way GameStop said it, that was like, oh, well, we didn't know if we were going to carry this product, so we only got it in a couple stores. I'm like. You're so dumb, GameStop. Like this is the biggest <laughs> this is the biggest TCG that's hit our market in what? Ever? Since Magic? It's been a long time, yeah. Like, like, come on. You're so dumb. You know? I just oh, I hate GameStop. Sorry. It's okay. Don't get me started they, they've, they've hurt all of us in some
0: way over the oh. years. I, I worked at one in college and boy, I didn't mm. feel bad stealing from that place. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. Well, But yeah, sorry, there's, there's pain and suffering, but I I just wanted to hear the latest from someone who's living through this right now as I I see news all the time. I was going to say earlier, I see news all the time about, you know, supply issues. And I saw some thread on Friday on Twitter, X, whatever it is about, you know, people trying to get their product. And I think it was like, the the website went down or whatever but people slammed a whole bunch of orders in ahead of time and so they were just trying to confirm with like Ravensburger customer service yeah. like yo you got my order am i actually going to get this product and they just were not able to handle the volume of people asking about it so i don't i don't yeah. know what happened there but it was just crazy so who knows who knows how this is going to yeah. go but hopefully uh they fix things and you know you guys get to enjoy it or what it was meant to be enjoyed for not uh no watching I'm hoping all these
1: places gouge everybody oh I couldn't even but walking in the <laughs> city I was so I'm sorry maybe I shouldn't say that but I was so mad I was so mad I'll tell you what I'll bleep it for you <laughs> but anyway um so th- now there is a little bit of a silver lining because out of those 15 packs I did crack uh, an enchanted rare yeah uh, so I got the Hades enchanted rare i think yeah, i might have posted that. it on our instagram which is good um so that's 250 dollars right there so i put that bad boy in a sleeve and sent it off for a grading so i'm excited i hope it comes back you know pretty good and pretty good so yeah godspeed hopefully figured, uh, devil so speed <laughs> put hopefully it away for a nice oh you're gonna so keep it for a while, while. i'm I'm going to put appreciate. it away for yeah. 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 Wise choice. Wise choice. Yeah. So I'm, I started his, his collecting of graded stuff with this batch. I sent 10, 10 cards. Um, most of them are his Pokemon cards that are over 50 bucks or higher. Oh, nice. Um, and then, um, the, 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 the Hades and then some, uh, some of my, uh, like rare auto wrestling cards. So, Nice. So we'll see.
0: A little uh, nest egg for buying a Mercedes when he's older or something. Yeah. Try Try with the, with bricks of bricks of cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, breaking grade instead of, you know, whatever the alternative is. All right. Well, thank you yeah. for the update. Curious to see how it goes. And Godspeed. Hopefully the uh, the whole I'm situation hoping. resolves itself soon and you guys can actually have a league and enjoy the game. Yeah, I want to. I want to real bad. Yeah, I would imagine. All right, let's jump into our topic. Uh, We're going to move on from Disney-themed card games into something a bit more heavy. And I want to sit down and talk a little bit more about uh, one particular subject that has been noodling around in my brain for a while, uh, which is determinism in games. So you are, we've talked about this many times, notoriously not a fan of Euro games. There's probably several reasons for that. One is Euro games often have just god awful boring themes. Trains, farming, merchants, uh, villages. I don't know. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Everything's beige and green and boring and just historical. Not that historical games aren't fun. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of those out there and we've probably yeah. played some that we've enjoyed. But generally speaking, theme doesn't land for you. The next thing is, for Euros at least, the complexity level. I've played a lot of games with you over the years. Complexity isn't a problem for you in most cases. There's very few games that we've played where I think the complexity gets really high and you start to like waver or bow out. Not the case, right? So that leaves theme and then one other thing, which is determinism. And what do I mean by determinism? Determinism means there isn't enough randomness in the game where – it can change how you play or make your strategy sort of fluid and that you have to react to whatever that randomness is. It's more of a, here's the board state. Here's what my opponent's capable of doing. Here's what I'm capable of doing. I can determine therefore that the best possible action is this. Would you agree that that's a pretty good description of determination from a board gaming standpoint? Yes. And that, yes, I agree. Okay. So I'm trying to think of games we've played, you and I, or the group in general, that have determinism in them, right? Um, uh-huh. And the, the, the most famous Euro that we have that we've played that you hate is, is Hansa Teutonica. And so they're, they're, Correct. Let's, let's just uh, break that puppy down a little bit. In terms of determinism, I would say there's some to that game, but not a ton. And the reason is because there's so many options about what you can do. So I don't know if that's a good example. Do you have a, a Euro game that you've played where, like, determinism is basically front and center in that you can almost always decide what to do based off the board state and the knowledge, the public knowledge that
1: is, you know, whatever else is present in that game. So, and I can give you a couple examples, um, but for me, the only the other thing here is I, I know it ties a little bit maybe thematically, but um. It's <clears throat> fun right fun is a key aspect for me um i need to have a good time i need to enjoy it i need to feel um like i accomplished something at the end and not just wasted an hour hour and a half sometimes two depending on the game do you see what i'm saying and so let me um pause there is a win and
0: accomplishment
1: okay. No, 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 no. I can lose, but if I have a good conversation around how I lost or why I lost to get better for the next round, I still take that as a positive thing and that was fun to me. Okay. Right. It's like it's like it's like playing it's like playing playing, but then when you're over, it feels like you wasted your time. You know? <laughs> and so why do you how, know what I'm saying?
0: why do certain get like Give me an example of a game other than Hansa
1: that you've played where the the time spent playing has felt like a waste by the end. So, uh, I've played Terra Mystica. Uh, I've played Agricola. I've played Caverna. Um, I think Terra Mystica... There was a space one that's like Terra Mystica. Gaia Project. If I'm not mistaken. Gaia Project. Yep, 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 yep. So... I just, I find, like, um, those games just bore me. And by the end of it, I I feel nothing except for a waste. Um, Someone does something that completely screws your whole thing that you've spent an hour building trying to accomplish. <laughs> because for the most part, those games are basically solitaire. Until you cross over into someone's region or until you, you know, need something. But yes. they don't need to do that either, right? They've opted to do that. Right. Um, and like with, with Uve, with the Caverna and the Agricola, like you can't, if you can't maximize every turn of that game, that means you're not filling your entire field. That means you're not feeding all of your family. And it's just crushing. Like uh what was that dice dice realms right, where we kept getting the winner and it kept eating all of our people, right, or whatever the hell it was? yes, remember right, we' was just constantly negative, constantly negative. like why why play that that's not fun, you know <laughs> okay so you don't need you don't need those things to make a game, right like what does that do I think it doesn't finding. do anything except annoy you.
0: I think we're finding the exposed nerve under the dead board game tooth in your mouth, which is <laughs> – I don't know if it's that you don't like Euro games, although theme and, and stuff definitely leans into that when it comes to Euro yeah. games. It's more of negativity in games is not something that floats your boat. In other words, if it's constant struggle and punitive and all you're doing is treading water
1: or trying not to drown,
0: that's a bad experience yes. and not fun for you. Okay.
1: Correct. Cause, cause you play that. I play that game daily in life, right? <laughs> like, I don't need to deal with, like, if I take a chance to play, like, if I get time to play a board game, I don't want to, like, play the game of life in a board game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do. So, you know,
0: extrapolate this a little further, right? <laughs> take that is, is a negative feeling, right? So, is it that take well, that but, is caused by a player yeah, but, and that's
1: what makes it okay versus no, 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 the no. game itself? But you know, I like Take That, right? I've got, we've played several Take That games. We like that. That's what makes us us to a degree. That's why I think we have this podcast. Yes. Right? It's because of our love of Take That, yes. right? Yes. It's a big reason. But, um, but like. So, I guess. Just, so, when a what's game, the difference in the negativity is what I'm looking for. So. And that's an interesting one. I don't know if I, if I can necessarily, I'll, I'll try to articulate it and then you tell me where I'm wrong or where I. I, I, I don't must. think you're going to be wrong. Just, this is just a personal but like, feeling, but I'm curious. But like, I'm trying to think. Like, okay, so let's look at OP Arena, right? Or like, you know what? Let's talk about looters, right? Looters and OP Arena are in the same vein of they I are think not. Take that. They are take that, they are take that with a smile. They got yeah. take that with, here's our goofy characters. But it's not like it's hidden. It's not like it's disguised, right? And you know right off the bat, yes, if you lose your three guys, you didn't waste 20 minutes because you've got three more guys in your hands to play and you'll be right back into it, right? So I feel like the soul crushingness that gets baked into some of these games that if you either A, don't see it coming, B, don't even know how to mitigate it, or see your opponent puts it on you without you knowing that that was even a thing. That is, that is just devastating. And then why, why bother? Then you're just pushing cubes at that point and just, you know, you're yeah. wasting your time. You so know? Ca-
0: counterpoint to that um, though, you of, of all people are a fighter in games. Like let's take Fort when we played on at game day at Joe's, right? <laughs> you, you spoke last episode about having some pride in coming back from being, you know, two two shitty rounds into that game, and and manage to pull yourself out of the gutter and almost rise to the top of the crop. So why is that in those longer drawn out games not something that you also try to do?
1: So, uh, well, I always joke, you know, you don't play games to lose either, right? Like, well, yeah, <laughs> but there's no uh, point but, in playing otherwise. But for those games. The, the devastation you can't come back from. Like, there's a game, I think it was called Dungeon Pets, right? That I played. Yes. Where awesome you hero. have to, yes, very Euro. And again, it's in this same vein, right? So every round, every couple rounds or whatever, like, you, your whole cave gets attacked, right? But if you can't set up a defense properly or, You're you're not able to set up the defense because other people did stuff because they were ahead of you. This game just you. There is no catch up. It's just constant. It's like just keep. It's like more feet on your neck when you're already drowning. You know, like you. There's no point. There's no climb. Fort. There was a climb, right? Fort doesn't take you out of the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I missed two good rounds, but that doesn't take me out of the game. You know. So you think um, it's an this active is like,
0: design mechanic to say, like, I, get
1: your shit together or, a, or you're just going to lose. Or it's a flaw that they didn't think about or see or care about. Or so maybe I'm ter- just bad at those games. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, you would say Terra Mystica, one of the most widely regarded years ever, is a flawed game. Yeah, but no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, I get it. No, this is I don't. A preface, I don't find that game though. fun at all. I really don't like I love the art I loved what I saw and then when I played it I'm like this is so GD boring can I just can I do anything else this game is so I I just (laughs) it bored me right I was just so bored yeah. I know oh, I, I move it. this like, cube. Oh, I move this here. I take this off my board. I put this here. Oh, wait. Now you're attacking me and I wasn't ready. Okay. Good. Now I got to start all back over. Okay. Now I'm moving this cube here. I, it's just, it's boring to me. The thing, like, it's just that, like, the thing that gets me like, though with
0: that. We were that, joking.
1: Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we were joking about right. our two year old where my wife and I, every 15 minutes, we have to clean up the living room because it's just like a little tornado goes through, right? Oh, yeah. It's like a constant never-ending game, constant never-ending game of pick up all the stuff. (laughs) You don't win. There's no win in it, right? It's just constantly losing. And that is how I felt (laughs) in those games. And this is
0: why I couldn't recommend Sleeping Gods to you because that game had – it has story, but mechanically that's all you did was tread water. It was unforgivingly brutal.
1: Yeah, but- and I didn't really like that. I mean, we ended up agreeing a lot on, on that together. Like, it just—that's not my style. Like, yeah. um, I don't know. So one of thing- weird because, like, to your point, like, I have so many games. I have so many games that I love. I have so many games that I play. It's just this like small. I almost feel like it's a sliver that I just I cannot get behind.
0: I would. You know, say, who yeah. was talking
1: about railroads? Right. Oh my god. Those railroad games seem so boring to me. <laughs> it's, it's you're just pushing pieces of stock paper around to, oh, to, to deliver a, a brown box. Come yeah. on.
0: It's funny though, because the, again, I'm, I'm circling back a little bit to some of the, so determinism is one big part of those types of games. The other is optimization where you're playing just to optimize, right? You're almost, you know, there, there's elements of it that are solitary and then there's, you know, ones that are player interactive based or player interaction yeah. based, but for the most part, right. You're just build ordering a little bit. You're, which is something else I think I've found you don't really like is build orders. I
1: hate. Yeah. Because I don't it's like build deterministic,
0: that's, right? Yeah. In, in the end, like
1: I'm, that's why I was never good. Best path forward. That's why I was never good at RTS. Those video games, because it was all about build orders. Yeah. Well,
0: it was build orders and in real time, which is even
1: worse. <laughs> oh yeah exactly yeah you know I so mean, the the one thing like,
0: that that i do scratch my head about though is that you very much like engine building games right I, I haven't played any engine, engine building, building games. is <sighs> it's different than build order it's different it,
1: it, i don't Although, know how to explain it but it is
0: what i'm saying though is like hansa and that's where terra mystica and some others as you go those through, are not engine building they have elements of it though like no, the player no, no, board, no, no. as you no, start don't. to reveal things, you're ramping that engine up of production. It does. I mean that's that's engine For, building. It, it's no, 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 a no, no, different not, definition not, of it, I, but it's the same. Yeah, I, you build, you produce more. I mean that that's in essence, that's what happens in an engine builder. And same with the Res Khan. I play more cards, I generate more stuff, and then I create an engine to give myself the victory.
1: So that that was one yeah, but rather, dichotomy. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but Arcana is fun and good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's funny is it I've does, seen a lot of people say the theme for that sucks because it's just pasted on, which I just find laughably funny. Because so what? It yeah. is pasted on, but it's still a cool fantasy theme. So, pound sand, you I, jerks. I, I, I uh, love I love Rez Arcana. I do too. It's one of my favorite engine builders. I just find this this whole like sliver yeah. that you don't like interesting because there are things about that sliver that I know you do like in other games. Like, we've played games where you have a board and you start unlocking things on that board. And I, I don't know- Wolves. Top-
1: wolves, yes. right? I Perfect love wolves. Example. Okay? Wolves is like a uh, meeple board, the game, right? Like, <laughs> you have so many. But there is something about the wolves that just I'm drawn to. It, I I can see that game, right? Like, I feel like I'm pretty good at wolves, right? Like, I can see ahead- yeah, you know, it's got like a little bit of chess, but it is deterministic you know. too, in a way.
0: Like, the, like there's enough, you know, turns you can predict out of what people are likely going to do. It's not 100% yeah. deterministic, but it's got some of that term. Determin- Maybe it's not determinism that you dislike. Maybe it's the negativity tied with theming that you don't like. Like, you don't like pushing against the game. You want to push against your opponents. Is what I think we're we're yeah. arriving at here. Is that yeah, like a war chess. assessment?
1: I'll play war Chest any day of the week. That's yeah, nothing well, but conflict, you know.
0: Yeah, it's but, it's conflict with players though, and not with the game mechanics itself. And that's
1: the differentiation. Yeah, I think I'm looking. The at. game, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what a I just game! Want to say, purposely tries to hurt you. That's stupid. I feel like it's we've just gotten dumb. somewhere and, today. Did we? <laughs>
0: yes. I feel like I, still I understand no. this problem more now. Now, here's the, but
1: but granted, this is a very small list. It's not a big list, really, at the end of the day. Well, the reason maybe a couple genres or themes, but like, there's there's some big
0: swings to do this was because (laughs) I've been eyeing up Age of Innovation for weeks now, and it is a, a descendant of or improvement on Terra Mystica itself. And damn it, that game looks like fun to me. Like, it just looks like brutal to play each other against there's it's unforgiving it's like all the things that i like about a game and very strategic and i can't buy it because you won't play it and i don't think like i part of our game group right is we kind of curate what we play to the group we want everybody to have fun we don't want to be like all right ryan wants to play this shitty or ken wants to play this shitty narrative game or whatever like (laughs) We just try to pick stuff that we think we're all yeah. going to enjoy. And if we see it's not hitting, we don't play it again. I loved Hansa. No, I, know. I think Joe had fun with Hanza. I don't think Brad had any idea what was going on and you fucking hated it. So we didn't play it again. <laughs> we tried Gal's Ear, right? We played a few rounds. Yeah. We had some great hopes at the beginning. Didn't pan out. Not really made for four players. We canned it. So like yeah. part of the reason I'm doing this is because I'm trying to get more of an understanding around the st- – you like just about everything. We have fun playing just about everything, but there's that sliver, and I'm trying to understand yeah, why that sliver exists and what about that sliver bugs the shit out of you. So I
1: think we've made progress here today. I feel good about this. Okay. If you if you think so, um, like, like I, just, I just remember being so angry at those games. Like, <laughs> well, a great we didn't can uh, help uh, with Hansa. Or, well, that that was. Let's take Hansa side, because my other experiences with with these games are not. With this group, right? Um, they were the previous game group. So when I played Dungeon Pets the first time, and they ransacked my entire base that I thought I was doing so good at, I was having such a good time playing, I was great. Were they experienced? I was enjoying it? What's that? Were they experienced? No, at no, it's no, it's not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. Well. <sighs> Okay, so this gets into another little problem for me, uh, specifically <laughs> oh, with the rules. Um, I like to know the rules. Like, uh, okay, so a good example is remember I was joking about the great split earlier, right? Yeah, I play, We played that game not knowing how you win the game, right? Just to play, get it to the table. Let's go because people. I was losing people, which I understand. Some people learn by playing. But not knowing that end game, how to score, and now then losing made me very mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I went into some of those other games. I can see like that. that, like, like Caverna and Dungeon Pets. They were pieces of the rules that I wasn't familiar with, and then when they happened to me, I was caught off guard and I was angry, and that bothered me. Yeah, well, that's so part of. I the felt reason- like I almost couldn't build against that. Right, I couldn't stop <laughs> yeah. those. You know, because I didn't – A, a no you don't know what you don't know, right? So that yes. bugged me. That was right? why I asked the,
0: the question if they were experienced. Because, like, we'd be diving into things like Age of Innovation, writ large, brand new, no one's played any – Like, I've, I've learned right how to play Terra over the weekend. And I was like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of stuff in this game. I will not be able to play this the right way the first like three or four times I play it. But I'm willing to learn because I see yeah. the strategy and the depth behind it, and I'm salivating at it, and it's the same thing with Age of Innovation. So I wonder if we try that stuff with this group. Hanza is an exception to me because Hansa's freaking mean. That is a just straight up I'm going for your balls
1: game right off well, but, the bat. Well, and we talked about it, right? And I don't want to beat it up, but like the fact that it was me versus Joe, and then you and yeah, Brad and I Dude didn't know how to play it. We were just
0: hanging out. You did, I think. I think yeah, you but- realized like, hey, this is how this game works. And we were all like, oh, yeah. we'll just go do our little build order thing because we play solitaire yeah. 99% of the games we play. And that's not how that worked. That was We needed to go after Joe just as much as you, if not more, as well as go at each other. And I, that's why I want to play it again. I feel like we didn't do it right. And I feel like all those other games, okay. right. we have to give that shot. And maybe I'll be wrong. Right, maybe I we'll will play it, and it won't be good. And th- this is not my cry of "Can please play more euros with us?" No, like no, that's
1: not where I'm no, going. No, with no, this. no, 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 no. I know, I know. But look, I will, I will play Hansa again. If if, if you, if everyone decides that they want to play, <laughs> well, you you heard it here first, <laughs> ladies not, and gentlemen. I may hold the to not, his word. But I'm not gonna. But I'm not gonna play one v three. That's I, not fun.
0: No. And I, again, like I, this is why I'm having yeah. this conversation because I might want to buy some of these types of games, but I won't buy them if we won't play them because I'm not playing them by myself, and God knows no oh, one yeah. else on earth will play this with me unless I start a second group, and even they might not want to play them. So I want to get <laughs> more of the impetus as to why they're not fun, and I, I think I understand now. So we can we can close this topic out. We can put okay. the couch in storage. I'm going to put my notepad in my box, and I'm going to retire a successful game psychologist. Stop chewing
1: on the end of your pen.
0: Yes. The <laughs> ink's already all over my chin. We've done our job, and I, th- I hope you feel good helping me understand your weird quirks. Did as I it help ever. you? You I did. Know, yeah, I've got – No, really. You really don't. That's an interesting one, but also I-, I totally understand where you're coming from. The negativity baked into the actual systems of the games becomes – Abhorrently annoying. The more you play them, especially if Look, you're playing against people who know what they're doing and you don't,
1: dude. That dice Realms made me so mad, dude. <laughs> but dude, what I happened? Was what so happened at mad. the end of that game with you? What did you do? No, I know, I know. But this still, is what I'm
0: talking about with you. Like you, you, you I know, know, you're the little I Rocky know. Balboa there. You you take a couple <laughs> Apollo Creed <laughs> lefts and rights, one on the chin, and then you get back up. And I was so mad you'd, about you'd find that. Find
1: more wheat tokens. I so I was so mad. <laughs> like, this is the dumbest mechanism in the history of board games. Like, I was so mad at that dice.
0: Well, it also didn't help that we just had very poor dice luck. Like, there's a 33% chance yeah. you roll that, and we rolled it like six turns in a row. That is not the norm for that game. That being said, the game just Dude. wasn't great.
1: Dude, I was in the hole, like, minus 10. Yeah. <laughs> Before you I were, even, You like... were literally, like, the universe <laughs> like... of hungry. Yeah, it was just... bad.
0: All, All right. right. Oh, so um, mad. All right. I'm glad we dove into that. Thank you for that time. So let's jump into BackBot. We got some time left, and then we can talk a little bit about the old King's Crown. I want to give a little bit of time to that at the end because we have some announcements there. So I got jack shit in the last uh, two, three weeks. Um, I think I am going to be backing some stuff soon, but I'll talk about that when it happens. Otherwise, like I said, Board Game Arena subscription, and I have kept my nose clean on the purchasing front. So why don't you lay into, uh, your purchases and start with super mega lucky box. Cause this, this is such a steal, folks. And this is why this is amazing when it comes to shopping.
1: (laughs) So, uh, when my family, as I mentioned, was in town, uh, I mentioned that, you know, there's a flea market on Saturday mornings near our house and I had not realized that, uh, one of our family members really enjoyed going to flea markets. So I was like, Oh my God, we're going to the flea market. So we all went to the flea market and, you know, like the second or third row, we were just, uh, and, and, uh, my wife's cousin, he's, he was a little bit behind and I was across the aisle, uh, with, uh, with my young, my young son. And we both turned and saw on this guy's table, these two bright yellow orange boxes. And I was and, like, "Oh my god!" So we both like honed in on it almost that you know, like you know, him from the south, me from the north, <laughs> and we and we converged on this stand. And he was like, "Dude, those are in shrink." I was like, "I know. I can't even believe it." So I was like, "How much do you want for these uh, Super Mega Lucky boxes?" And the guy's like, um, "I don't know, five bucks a piece." And I was like, "Okay, here's ten oh dollars." And I and we each got a copy of Super Mega Lucky box for five dollars each. And I couldn't believe it, so it's like uh, maybe that stuff fell off a truck somewhere, and that five dollars was still profitable uh I don't know how, but it's now ours, so that was a steal and a half um, so some other things, <laughs> and here's the other pr- so uh, I got one more bought, and then I can get a little bit into um some some Kickstarters, but uh. I was at, at my, uh, I was toy hunting at uh, an Ollie's uh, right before uh, my family came to town. And I found a World of Warcraft un, uh, board game called Unshackled, which is an escape room experience type of thing. And Ryan, I got a little bit into the rules. It's basically like raiding. Like it's like you form a little party. Really? And you have classes and then the done like and then someone is like the DM or whatever, or like in this case, like sort of the, the, the game master, right? Like you would in an escape room. And they set up the scenario, they set up and they hide things amongst other cards, and then you use your class powers to try to get through these almost like instances. So there's three in the box. So I we didn't get a chance to play it, but I'm so sort of pumped to try it. it I miss. I mean, you know, we always loved Wow, right? So it's like having Wow in a box might be kind of cool, and the art looks really neat. Um, so it seems kind of cool. So that was seven dollars. <laughs> you wow. can't get an escape room less than ten or fifteen, right? Yeah, that's like ridiculous. so. I was like, all right, I'll pay seven bucks. So those were my board game, uh, buys. I haven't really bought anything else because I haven't found any Larkana. So all my board game buy budget is being sort of squirreled away <laughs> for when uh, I can just yeah. go crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's a ridiculous steal for those
0: two. And we all know how good Super Mega Lucky Box is. Is it one of those, you know, wide appeal, quick hit games. So five bucks yeah. is ridiculous. I wish I could do that. I was at some like thrift stores over the weekend, checking out board games, just saw like mass market, you know, crap. No one wants uh-huh. to own. Yeah. Like beat up old, use copies of apples to apples and stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm good. No, I'm not <laughs> buying that. I did cancel nice. a couple Kickstarters. I'll talk about that next episode. I don't want to dive into that. Now I'll talk a little bit more about elf Creek um, and the troubles there. Uh, yeah, I had my whole Kickstarter sucks moment last, uh, episode. I'll, st- I won't go back into that today. <laughs> so, uh, cool. Well, I'm glad you, uh, got some deals and I'm glad you haven't splurged recently and we're saving for packs it's going to be a good one with my canceled Kickstarters. I think I just added like almost $250 to my budget for the, uh, for the winter. So it's going to be a good nice. one. Although, uh, the Deep Rock Kickstarter that you just talked about is going to – it's <laughs> probably going to drain a good chunk of that. God damn it. But oh, I need i need to have it. I already have everything for the game. I got to get it. You can't stop now, right? No. And there's only – like, this but, isn't like Zombicide. They're not just going to invent new stuff. It's based off a of video game. So, like, yeah, I'm done after this for sure because there's nothing else for them to add. They've already done it all. Almost all. I guess there's still potential. Jerks. Okay. Yeah.
1: So um, so well I still have a little bit more here so Oh you got more? Um, I thought you said you well, were Well so in the in in the back are the the back section. Oh okay. Uh, that was just my bot. So back I'm uh, sticking with our friends uh at um I think it's uh with the with the the Lanza and Tales of Merchants. Is that Snowdale or is that Sterling? I always get them confused. Snowdale. Snowdale uh, they are reprinting and refining Dawn of the Peacemakers on game found. And this is the two to four player, uh, team. It could be team based where you're trying to resolve the conflict between these two warring faction of these, uh, critters. Um, so I'm backing that on game found, uh, and officially, my 200th Kickstarter back to back, month to month in a row here is from Button Shy. And it is the Battlecrest year two. Uh, so I backed that as well. Um, uh, Battlecrest is, uh, really cool. We actually, uh, we played pa- uh, at PAX before you guys got there last year. Um, uh, Kirby and I, uh, basically you have a, So your cards are pieces of your, uh, are not only they're like pieces of your character, but then there's like, uh, actions that you can choose to play and you move around the board, um, and you try to sort of take out the other opponent. Um, so it's like a little bit of a, you know, a one V one mechanism with these little bit of uh, like 18 cards. So it's kind of cool. So we really enjoyed it. So there's a whole new, whole new characters, whole new modes, so I backed year two. So those were my two games that backed and then I received a Kickstarter or actually a game found in the mail. Uh, no I think I touched on this a few episodes back when I bought it. Basically uh, it is uh, it's a game called tolerance which wait do you hear this? you ready? Strip in Ryan you with me? a strongly thematic asymmetric set collection game representing the conflict between Protestants and Catholics in 16th and 17th century England. No, All the art in this game is done by Hieronymus Bosch. So it's all original (laughs) Hieronymus Bosch art, right? So basically, uh, So it's a set collection game with variable player goals and deeply embedded theme. Three to five players engage in the conflict between the Protestants and Catholics. It's uses a trick taking mechanic, which I thought you would enjoy. So that's why I picked that. That's also what made me lean in on this with the winner of each trick, performing the actions on the played cards, whether or not they are beneficial, whether or not they are beneficial. So good or bad. So you play three rounds, each covering a reign of a single monarch, Queen Mary, Queen Elizabeth, and King James. And then Tolerance aims to highlight the suffering mankind brings upon itself because of supposedly wrong belief, a topic which was just as relevant almost 500 years ago as it is today. So uh, I haven't really dived into it yet, but uh, uh, about I could not get euro it. euro <laughs> theme as a Euro-gritz. <laughs> But oh, the art. Oh, I loved Hieronymus Bosch's art. Yeah, nothing like so, it. Yeah, so that sh- that that is in hand. So yeah, let's let's get it to the table.
0: So yeah, well, I'm ready to play some gigantic-headed babies with crowns on them.
1: <laughs> so now that is officially the
0: backspot list for this episode from me. Not bad. I feel like I have nothing to offer anymore. I feel so sad, but I'll, I'll get there. The end of the year is going to be one big fest. I can't wait. I do have more Man. stuff coming soon, so we'll talk about that when they come in. But fit to print arrives on Wednesday, so we're gonna we're gonna play that one. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. All right, so we'll end this episode out with a little bit of a preview. Um, we've been talking behind the scenes with the creator of an upcoming Kickstarter called The Old King's Crown. Something I've been watching for over a year now because I first saw the art on the board game subreddit and was intrigued and started looking into it. And a fellow by the name of Pablo Clark uh, is the artist for the game, but also the designer of the game, the lead designer. He has been working on this title for, by the time the Kickstarter hits, probably five, maybe close to six years, Um, just doing almost all of the production on his own. With some help from other folks that uh, you know he's he's met uh, over the time, including some folks from Leader, Patrick Leader, Cole Worley, Nick Brockman, um, so he's had some help with design and stuff there. And getting to talk to Pablo a little bit about the game and setting up an interview, we we're able to get uh, his time coming up here this coming week. And so the next episode will be featuring Pablo to talk with us a little bit about the Old King's Crown. Uh just a quick description of the game. We've played Oath before. It is a little bit inspired by that. I think, uh, if not inspired by it, it definitely has a little bit of similarity to it. It's a political style game, a uh, bit of hand management, bit of deck building, um, very, very light area control and a whole lot of chicanery and duplicity, uh, which is fantastic for us. Cause there's some take that there. There's some, Real strategic depth to this game that we just barely scratched the surface of in our little bit of playthrough. So you, me, and Kirby played on, uh, what was it, Friday night or Saturday, one of the two? Friday night, yep. We got a little bit of time and just to learn some rules, and then I had to head out. And then Kirby and I played two full turns, or two full rounds, I should say, today, um, just to get more familiar with the rules. And that was really fun. So um Based off what you've seen so far, just from art and theme, and I know we didn't get to dive too deep into rules, but you could talk about that too. What did you think thus far? And and this is a very cursory glance from your your perspective.
1: Um. So I loved everything that I saw. I don't quite understand what all I saw. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But what I saw, uh, even in and again, we only uh, are on uh, tabletop simulator. Yes. Uh, which is this was my first mod experience modeling. in tabletop similar, but so far it seems pretty good. Um, and but the art is amazing, it reminds me of like that old school MTV liquid television or like that old yeah. school, like Aeon Flux and yeah, and some of those. Oh. yep, it's so good. I love this art style. It's been. There's only. There's a very few games that use this art style. Yeah, um, he has such a but, unique style, and and he
0: has. You know, we'll talk to him when we interview him uh, coming up soon. But, um, you know, he's listed quite a few different inspirations, like Studio Ghibli stuff, and um, you know, just all kinds of different uh, inspirations artistically. But he is extremely talented, and the art for the game is great. The component art is even great. Like the player boards have this. Gold filigree, and I can't wait to see what the Kickstarter like upgraded deluxe version of this looks like. It's going to be amazing. Um,
1: so, and what's what again, and sort of what we talked about a little bit, I I definitely need to read more rules because I feel like not understanding pieces of this game would really be frustrating. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, (laughs) So a little bit, I don't know. We played today that
0: that was evident. You're right.
1: Um, like those little shark fins that you can put out, um, like in a region, why would you not put them all? There has to be some sort of penalty to using them all. There is. I you don't think. get them back. So when you play them oh. and the, the round
0: ends, you don't get them back and you have to pitch cards from your deck permanently to get
1: them back. So you have to see. Yep. <laughs> we see? barely scratched got, the surface. I knew. Yeah. I know. You were right. I know. Um, but I was like this does this feels too strong it's something something doesn't smell right yeah, <laughs> you know yep, yeah um and then um you know the the tops like what did it mean about what was it activating the site wait when you quest um I need to understand what that means the versus uh then sending someone over to the court if you have authority yeah, the court that's what it was what are the perks yeah what are the perks what are the benefits there or what are the downfalls if Someone else sends someone to the court and they have more authority than you. Like, there just seems like there's a lot of little nuance here. Um, but I love what I see and I feel like it's worth so far. I, I didn't, I wasn't turned off by anything. Um, that are just like, I don't want to learn this, right? I definitely want to learn. I want to dive in. Yeah. Like, I like, I like what I see. I want to see more cards. I don't know. We don't know how to get more cards yet other than your deck. So, which maybe there aren't any, you know.
0: Yeah, you only have what's in your deck, but you can get those cards from the the road area, which do modify quite a few things. And actually, there are so they other just cards play you can face get up from your your um, places of the power. shrines at the top. Yeah, yeah, the shrines at the top. Okay, yeah. So there, right. there's, I think there's three or four you can get up there. So you don't modify your deck too much, but you know, who knows? There could be room for expansions. But I will say, um, after playing today a bit and getting two full turns in. This very much feels like Oath Light in some ways, which is really oh, good. Light. Yeah. Like, it has a lot of the core tenets of the game without the world deck, um, but a lot of that, like, shuffling of troops around and misdirection, playing cards to affect things. I think there's um, quite a few similarities, but also quite a few differences, and, and it felt really good. It felt really, really good to play. Um It's taken him this long to refine the game, but it's very tight. It plays very tight. Once you learn those rules, it's fantastic. So just wanted to talk a little bit about it. We'll dive deeper in next time. Maybe you and I can get a playthrough in, you know, at three or four players before we're actually able to talk about this in more detail. Make the episode, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and before we release the next episode in, you know, a couple weeks, hopefully. Um, And we're talking to Pablo next week, so that'll be great. So, um very, very pumped for this. Uh, if you haven't, checked it out on the web. You can find it at www.theoldkingscrown.com. Um, they're also on social media, so they're pretty much all over the place. Um,
1: check that out if you get Actually, too. What's that? If you want to play and learn the game with us on You Have Tabletop Simulator, you can get the game downloaded from their website. Yep. Or shoot us an email at playgameslosefriends at gmail.com if you wanted to try to get together and play a game with us. Uh, we can all learn the game together if that's something you'd be interested in. If you're a fan of oath or deck building or hand management, um, you know, this deck is this game is definitely up that alley. So let us know. Yeah, it's uh,
0: it's way up there on my want list. I'm very excited to back this. Uh, I think the Kickstarter just got announced. It's opening in October. I think it's later yeah. in October, and I don't know the full yeah, details like of what I know. There's going to be like four, three or four tiers. For the pledge, but uh, it's the 24th, yes, I don't know all the complete details yet, but I, I know this is one of the most beautiful games to come out in 2023. So, you uh, if you're any fans of, of those types of games and you have a group to play that with, this is high up on the list to check out this year. Is the old king's crown? All right, I think that's gonna do it for tonight.
1: Uh, yeah. anything else you want to add before we close out this show? Uh, No, just thank you as always. You know, please rate, review, subscribe, subscribe. You know, shoot us an email, Uh, send us a direct message on Instagram if you have any questions, feedback. Uh, You want us to talk about anything?
0: uh, Want Ken to play Terra Mystica on Board Game Arena? I'm just kidding. He won't. I will though.
1: Please, I'll play. Dude, I bought I bought tabletop simulator. I'm not getting another one. (laughs) I'm done. I can't... There's, it's like Highlander. You can't... There's only one. Crotch old man. Oh, you would hate the Board Game Arena <laughs> interface, too.
0: It would frustrate the ever-loving shit yeah. out of you. At least tabletop sims Guys. pretty pretty uh, intuitive once you get it going. Board Game Marina is different you for know, every game. It's tough. You know me and my thirst for a positive UI, so... <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that would not be one for you, then. I, I'm struggling with it sometimes, too, I'll be honest. Uh, you can check but us... Yeah, thanks.
1: What's that? Oh, sorry. You go. No, I was just going to say... Um, you know, just to you know, let us know, keep keep in touch, rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Love us if
0: you love us, hate us if you hate us. But either way, leave a review and uh yeah. updo the show. It helps. You can check us on the web at playgameslosefriends.com. you can check us out on Instagram at playgameslosefriends. you can check us out on Twitter at PGLFshow. Show. Uh, you can email us what Ken said at playgameslosefriends friends at gmail.com and give us a nice review if you can. It helps out the show. helps us get it out to more people, which we'd love to do because we love talking about board games with all of you and sharing this hobby that we also enjoy, Euro or otherwise. Alright, that's going to wrap us up. Any final words before we head out? No, I'm good, my friend. Cool. I'm going to suck down the last of the sour and then I'm going to go hit the showers. Thanks, everybody, for joining us and we'll see you next time to talk some more board games and meet with Pablo Clark from the Old King's Crown. Till then, take care, everybody. Play games. Don't lose your friends. Love you. Bye.
1: Later.